on page Yud Dalad, the Rebbe Yashav Sechusayon was talking about the cause of Machshavas Zorus, of thoughts, of thoughts that don't belong in the Jewish mind. We're not talking about that. Is not talking about a person who's who's turning on uh, programs or buying books in order to have machshavas, in order to have God forbid thoughts that are not right. He's not going to look at things and find ways to to have God forbid machshavas that are not holy, that are not pure. But the Rebbe is talking about about why is it? That the the person seems to on his own without wanting it, without planning it, without hoping for it. The person has thoughts that are thoughts that are not that are not healthy, that are not good, and and he, he was explaining that the chumius of the teva of a person by the physical nature of a person. Who, throughout the course of his life, his heart is filled with all kinds of desires, taivas, that even if he's not at the present time interested in, in thinking about such things, but the teva of the person, the heart of the person has become so has become so affected by <coughs> by these by these um, emotions and these needs that the taivas go to the to the moach from the very teva of the person who's shaku who's immersed in the ilmachami in the physical world and as a result of that in the middle of nowhere for no apparent reason the person can have machshavas thoughts that are not that are not good and and therefore the rabbi says that we see this bechush we see this with our own eyes that when a person is a bala vayda and he's working on his, on his, uh, he's working on his teva to quiet down, to suppress and to soften the the strength of the teva and the taivas of the come with the teva of a person. That with that avayda, he'll notice that even shalay b'shas avayda, the thoughts. Are not are not going to be as attacked suddenly with thoughts that are coming from a crazy place, because the tether of the person is softened and is quieted. And so even when it's not so 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 that that is is something which changes the tether of the person to such a degree that that it cleans out the heart, so that when the person is stunned learning or davening or Isaac and other things during the day he doesn't have these mysterious uh, uh, unappealing machshavas that suddenly happen to, into his brain there's the teva of the lay of the heart has been has been softened and cleaned and the Rebbe says and this is what we were talking about at the end last week that even though in general the thoughts are very much influenced, are very much affected by taivas and by the teva of chumriyas, the physical teva of the person. 
That's Bechlal. But there's one Taiva in particular that is that is most difficult because we live with it and a person can't abstain from eating. He can certainly cut back on his eating, but eating is something which is necessary for life. And as a result of that, that that in particular, that taiva in particular, the way he says, he said, is totally the taiva's achila. That everything is totally on the taiva of achila. As as the Gemara says, that a lion only screams and roars when he has a tevan, a kupa of bosa, when he's eating, when he's indulging in that physical desire of eating meat, that itself, that itself has the effect on the line of strengthening the taiva and strengthening the rotsen that the lion has for more meat. Masha'enikem, a lion that is, the lion doesn't roar, the Gemara, the, the Chazal say the lion doesn't roar when it's, doesn't, uh, when it's eating from a kupashal tevan, when it's having some straw to eat, it doesn't make it, doesn't strengthen the teva of the lion. So Achila, Achila has a, a, a huge, eating has a huge effect upon the chumyas of the person's teva. I mean, Mela, it has a tremendous effect upon all kinds of machshavas that can come into the person's head, which doesn't mean it's a machshava of Achila. It means that because the guf has become, the body has become so bound to physical desire, even Shalobashas Mais, when the person is not eating, he could have all kinds of machshavs about other physical needs, other physical desires. It doesn't mean that it, it doesn't mean that because he likes to eat and he indulges in eating, that when he's not eating, he thinks about eating. Most people don't do much of that. Only people who are on diets, but regular people that are not uh, that are not. Uh, Thinking about their weight all the time It's not like they have all of it that they, During the day they're having tithes for, for food But they have other tithes Other tithes That all of a sudden come to the head Because the, 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 that tithe of Achila Has that effect upon the person To coarsen and to thicken The heart to, 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 to want physical things and, the, and those feelings of the heart Travel up to the mark to the mind, and the mind can be affected throughout the day with all kinds of surprise visitors, and that's why we see that's what we're up to. Commercial cost of Yashmi the Torah talks about how Bnei Yisrael, how the Jewish people, have fallen into into all kinds of terrible types of behavior, into Avodah idolatry, and Gilarais, and adultery, and so on. When the Torah describes, goes back to the cause of all of that, the Torah says, Vayashmen Yeshurim, that the Jewish people have grown fat, <clears throat> are overeating. And the overeating of the Jewish people, meaning indulging, in, uh, particularly in that taiva of achila, of eating, has this effect upon us that, the, that, that it leads to many other things. And that's why Esav... That's why Esau's uh, downfall is described ac- very accurately by the Torah. <coughs> the Torah describes the eating of Esau, the eating. And in, su- in such a way, <coughs> 
that through a life of of eating and drinking, through a life of eating and drinking, again, as I mentioned a lot last week, not, the Rebbe is not suggesting fasting as a way of life. That's certainly not the Derech Hashem. But overindulging and letting go. When it comes to the result of it is that ultimately, that he forfeited the entire world. He left. He lost everything. That's why we see by the, by the rebellious son in the Torah that even though that never happened, but when the Torah tells us how, what is the underlying cause that leads ultimately to uh, 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 that could lead ultimately to a to a child who is God forbid, who is God forbid, um, completely and, and, and totally mufka uh, to his to, to the ugliest desires. Where does that start? So the Torah says, It begins with overeating. It begins with that taiv of achila, as we said, that that Adam that Adam downfall was through the taiv of achila as well. Shnida and Hashem Saif were just finishing, and then we'll go back and do the commentary. That even though, to begin with, the Ben Saramar didn't start being a thief. He didn't start. He didn't start off in a career of crime. He, he, he didn't begin that way. He began, he began uh, going uh, day and night to, uh, to uh, Subway and Dougie's and King David and Kosher, I don't know, and uh, I don't know the names of other places. There are a lot of places. And I don't mean anything against any of the places. He began like that, you know, making the, making the grand tour of Central Avenue. Or 13th Avenue, or whatever, or Avenue J, wherever neighborhood you live in. So he, he started off, he started off making that grand tour that we were talking about last week, and that way of life, the way, uh, that way of uh, hanging out, hanging out in the in the uh, coffee shops, spending two hours over your Danishes and your different thousand flavors of coffee and so on. That's that's that. That hidden desire, which in itself is all kosher. There's nothing evil or bad about a person uh, liking those things. But the indulging in those things, even though they're kosher, we spoke about in the context of the Purim, uh, of what happened by Purim in Shushan Habira. Also, that the, that the beginning of the hate, the shurish of, of, uh, of what happened in, in Shushan Habira was, was overdoing it with parties and kosher food and, and so on and so forth. That that uh, makes the person into a baltaiva. So the person's chaimer is thickened and strengthened. And and as a result of that, the machshavas during the day are different machshavas. The the heart becomes the roaring lion. And the roaring lion sends a message up to the brain. And the brain says, not just I want another uh, sandwich, I want another uh, you know uh, serving of french fries. The, the, then, then it becomes enclosed in all kinds of, in all kinds of uh, taivas that are not coming with a oh you or an okay or whatever hisachtas or but it's coming with without a hechsha, and and that's why that's why the beginning of the ben sarah the Torah tells us is zayl v'sayve he eats a lot he eats a lot zayl v'sayve. And as Chazal say, although it didn't happen in Mitzvahs, that we kill this, we kill this young man, we kill this boy before it it ends up, uh, before it, before 
it ends up in the in in crime and being the last time I said Brias Velav Davke Belistis of Chol Midas Rose and when it, and when Chazal tell us that he began his career with overeating but he's going to end up being a being a thief and being a, and holding people up and mugging people it doesn't only mean that it doesn't mean that that's the only thing that overeating leads to is that every person that overeats is going to end up being a, a, a ganiv or being molesting you know being somebody that holds up people that that that's not that's not what Chazal meant. That's what the Rebbe says. Elo bechol hamidus, bechol hamidus rounds. Einder kas, a taiva when it comes to gilerayas, things that are disgusting. The shirish, the Rebbe says, is achil eating, is eating. So so much in Yiddishkeit revolves around achil the gedusha, and we never ever learned, we never ever taught about it. We never thought about it. Like, like all the other most important things in Yiddishkeit, they were, they were left out from our education. The Indian of Achila Bidusha, eating in holiness and how to eat. And the Indian of making proper brachas and how much to eat. And that whole, the whole avoida of, the whole avoida of Achila, which is so important, was something that, that we were never taught. But you see that all the Indian of Yiddishkeit revolves around the Sudas, Shabbos, Yontiv, and, and it's a very big thing. That by purifying, by refining this Midah of what? The Taiva Sachila, of that Taiva of eating. If a person works on Taiva Sachila, if a person tries to calm down, the roaring appetite for Achila and to live a life not of fasting but of more austerity and restraint when it comes to eating not just because I must get into that suit or I must get into that skirt or I have to uh, I have to continue even though I you know I've reached middle age I still insist on living a life where occasionally occasionally as Hashem somebody will look up at me from the street or maybe you know I'll, I'll draw some attention to myself doesn't mean that because that's ridiculous a person's self image and defining oneself according to one's one's physical weight is is ridiculous the, the point of the point of restraint when it comes to eating is because eating is the cherish of all needs that's what I was explaining all midas, laziness, impatience, anger, all midas trace themselves back to the Taiva Sahil. That's why the fact that a person is dieting is anybody who ever dieted knows doesn't mean that you have less of a Taiva Sahil. That's why I was joking a little bit before, but the joke is not entirely. Uh, a joke that uh, the biggest dieters are usually the biggest balitaiva and if a person and this is something my, my father was always so much against the whole Indian when my, my sister started with the diet and this very became a thing and my father said just stop thinking so much about food stop talking about it stop reading books about it just don't eat as much don't eat as much and you find all the you find all the big all the big dieters, they're, proud, they're, they're online, of course, while they have their snacks at the computer. The big dieters are online to see all the, like, the new diets and things and exercising and 
all different inyanim and weight watches and this thing and that, all the all the kunsum of how to lose weight. But the point is, how can I lose weight without changing my mitzvahs as a baltaiva? That's what it is. But if a person would not be a big baltaiva, he may well he would lose weight. But that's not the point. In America, what they're trying to help you with is how can you still be a big baltaiva and lose weight? That's hard. That's hard. So they have to make all kinds of uh, dangerous foods with all kinds of chemicals, all the dangerous things. Because this way you could still be a big baltaiva. You could still have like, you know, a milkshake this big. But they tell you, but they tell you, but it's, it's uh, sugar free, some kind of whatever. Or you have like, um, you go like the, the girls' seminaries, they walk back from bakeries with, with, with five pounds of diet, you know, marble cake. Uh, like this, pieces like this. This is my daughter was telling me that they bought like pieces of cake like this, but it's called diet cake. Or they'll go to these ice cream joints and they'll get like these these the slim things and diet things. And but they eat, of course, they eat pints of it. They eat pints of it, and then they don't understand. Then the shabbos says, "Listen, honey, if you want to get married, you have to lose 80 pounds." So then they say, "Oh no!" So then they have to go to get more diet cake and more diet ice cream because they have to lose more weight so they have to, lose, they have to buy more diet food and all this whole, all these products, the diet products the whole, it's like a culture of dieting that never ever ever would think of talking about taivus achila it's never a question of taivus achila it's how you could eat how you could eat a pint of ice cream but not gain weight because, because that's also just the type of, of looking a certain way. It's not to make yourself into a, into a better person. The, the tachlis of dieting is not to make yourself into less of a baltaiv. The tachlis of dieting is not to make yourself into a, a person with, with, with more beautiful midas and more refined and more holy. The tachlis of dieting is davke to strengthen that inyan of, of how you appear physically. If you think about it, the whole thing is of an ahapaychot. Not that all people, I'm not talking about people who are dieting because of, the, of a heart condition, or something like that, that they have to die because of health. I'm talking about the, the Al Piroiv, with God's help, people are healthy. Al Piroiv, especially when it, comes to, when it comes to the women, the obsession with dieting is an obsession that's physical. Now, that's the funny thing, because if you, if you say that if to eat less it means you'd like to become more spiritual. No? That's what it means. To be more spiritual, to be more refined. But no, the whole tachlis of eating less is that I could be a, like I could I could look better to, to people, or to make that sound better because that doesn't sound nice to look better to other people because no one wants to have some truck driver whistle out of you on the street. That's not for our girls. So it's because I could feel better about myself. This is a new lesson. That's also it. that if, if, that if you'll be skinny, then you'll feel better about yourself. Maybe you just feel better about yourself if you're less about taiva. You feel better about yourself if you don't scream as much as your kids. That's not the tachlis. The tachlis is to look better. But now they want to make it look like that's not a taiva. That's not something physical. So the way they word it is because a person needs to feel good about herself. Our grandmothers felt good about themselves even though they were pudgy. How come they felt good about themselves? Well, the is, it has nothing to do with taiva. It's less of a taiva. It has to do with a bigger taiva. All the dieting is to make you into a bigger bulk taiva. And that's why all these people, that's where they make their money. All these companies will go out of business if people talk, uh, if people didn't have a taivas achil, then they would go out of business and they wouldn't have to make all these diet products, the billion diet products, they wouldn't have to make all, all these things. Because then if people have less of a taiva, 
they have less of a taiva, so then they wouldn't they wouldn't have to they wouldn't have to eat all these chemical uh, uh, these things that that uh, are dietetic. But this it's it's a very very it's a very interesting thing that's happening that didn't have in the past. People couldn't afford to eat that much. It wasn't a matter of uh, it wasn't a matter of overeating. They didn't have money to eat what they needed to survive. Aleph and Bayes. Person's not about taiva. Person's not about taiva. And I say this all the time. I have the, the, the kids. They'll say at the uh, uh, at the I'm exploding. I can't. I can't take it anymore. I'm exploding. So I would just then don't eat any. Then don't eat. If you're exploding, what are you eating? Oh, I can't take it. I can't take it. This, I feel like I'm going to explode. So then. Like why in, why endanger your life and everybody else at the table? If you explode, then we're all in trouble. We're all finished. So don't eat anymore, and you won't explode. Stop eating. But it's good. Yes, it's good. So it's good. But this is this is and this is being built up, especially with the with the with the girls. That that's why you find such an unhealthy union of of Hashem Yerachem in our generation. This union of. Um, Anorexia, which is a pacha, that the girls that are dying Hashem Yerachim from this thing that I don't know that, that I don't I never heard of it when I was a kid that there was such a thing as anorexia. I don't know. It's like the last 25 years when we were children. I don't. Maybe there was. It's just they didn't talk about it. I, I don't remember. Why would there be this machlev anorexia now? It's true. There's certain machlevs that are, I don't know medically. Like was was this around 40, 50 years ago? I don't think the title was around just now, like because supermodels are so like super thin, so everyone wants to come to yeah, that. So yeah, 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 yeah. So that started. Twiggy started that. Right. So that that. People didn't see all these skinny people. Right. So now a woman. This before your time. Don't bother with it. That, <laughs> so, <laughs> so a woman didn't feel that there was something wrong with her. Uh, so then it became that Indian of being so skinny. So these girls, these girls, they're, they're, they're literally killing themselves with such bizarre ways of eating. Either eating nothing or eating crazy binges, or uh, it's it's and it's all the taiva. It's all a physical taiva because those girls, those girls that are that are not eating, it's also because they want to look a certain way and they don't see themselves in a normal way. And because of that, they, they're destroying their bodies. So it's all because of taiva sachil. It's a it's a pachet. The taivas what it is. So those who are not eating anything are also such big belly taiva that they're afraid that if, like my my father would always say to my sister, you could have. Why don't you have on Shabbos? You could have a piece of Danish. And my sister, you could have a piece of Danish. What's the matter on Shabbos? The covered Shabbos have a piece of Danish. Because then, because then, if you get into that, right, you enter into the world of of Mazinus, so then, there's no telling where this is, you know, you know there's no telling where this is going. I like, it's, it's not, you're not in control. So I don't know where I'm going to go with this. If I have a, if I have a piece of Danish on Shabbos, then the next thing I know, I'm going to be at some camp for obese people. And, and I, I can't, I, I'm not going to get married, I'm not going to have any children, I mean, who knows what's going to be with my life. So, therefore, a person has to sit Shabbos and starve herself. Or she has to make a cheshman. She's not allowed, Shabbos not allowed to weigh things on the scale, but she, so they have pieces of challah. I've seen this. That people have, before Shabbos, they make pieces of things that they put on the uh, scale to have for Shabbos also, that they shouldn't, they shouldn't be over on you know, the uh, amounts. 
And it's such a sad thing. So when you look at that, you say, wow, what a murdike his gabras on the Taiva of Achila. Taiva says, no, what an unbelievable Baltaiva you are. That you sit around your whole life with scales. I mean, it sounds terrible that I'm saying it, and I don't mean it in a nasty way, but, but to understand the, the, the power of this Taiva, how it's the shirish of all Taivas, I mean, this rose. But if a person would, I'll get to you in a second, if a person would be mezakech the mida, and to, and to, and to be meshkiah himself or herself, and teres Hashem, and avoidus Hashem, and to be mezakech one's, one's taiva, the shurish of one's taiva, so then, then a person would be able to have also, like it said, he can have a little mezakech on Shabbos. It's a talent to have on Shabbos, a piece of kugel on it. And, and the Bereshul wants us to have a piece of challah on Shabbos. And you have to, I can't eat any challah because I'm on the latest super duper diet. For this, I don't know the, the names they have. And besides, all the people that make those diets are the ones that die before everybody. So, but I'm on this new diet because I heard of a friend of mine that lost 90 pounds in two weeks. You know, all crazy things. While eating. While eating. Like when I remember we were in high school, there was, a, there was this milkshake diet. Uh, notes that came up with this milkshake diet. This friend of mine, his name is Levy. As I still speak to him sometimes, he's a good guy. So, so he, he was always a heavy guy. So uh, he went on this milkshake diet, even on Shabbos. He didn't have flashings. Mm-hmm. And at that time, when people still uh, shaymer mitzvahs, you understand, they didn't have asparagus kogels. I'm talking when the people ate flashings on Shabbos. <laughs> so this, this this friend of mine was having was having Carvel milkshakes on on, uh, on on Shabbos, and he was doing this for around two months. And he gained over 30 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> that was the big tell you. So what happened to... <laughs> no, I don't know. I, don't know I guess it didn't work. Yeah, you know, I don't know. That maybe it was the little... Maybe it was a little extra syrup in the milkshake or something. That, that did. It didn't work. But Linda, I'm sorry. You had... No, you can't blame the girls. The girls do this because they hear... Who's blaming the girls? The first question the boys ask is, is she... What's the shit? The whole culture... And that's what's especially sickening about because we're supposed to be spiritual religious Jews. Shidduch crisis. Shidduch crisis. It's not the girls' fault. It's the, it's the biggest rachmanis on the girls. But the, because, because, because if they, they get this feeling and it's not unfounded that if, I, that if I'm not skinny that I'm going to have to I'm gonna end up marrying somebody that's not a lechachila. So they, so the girls, the the girls and their and their mothers or parents, uh, and they they get so they're part of this culture, and it's such a pillar because we're supposed to be spiritual people, and I don't mean use the word spiritual that it's the way that it's used like stam. We're supposed to be people of balei avoda, supposed to be people who care about the 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 ruchnius and and the latest the latest. Uh, um, studies that are, that are being made of our community indicate that there's more of an obsession with these things, with looks, than with, than with other people. Mm-hmm. How could that be? How could there be such an obsession with, with, with looks? An obsession with looks. Years ago, I spoke to a woman. She called up. She's looking for somebody for her son. She was talking to one of my daughters. And my daughter said, what's he looking for? The answer is he's looking for a girl who doesn't eat. What? Cheaper. Well, girl. I mean, skinny. Who doesn't eat on the date? She won't order anything, and she. Oh, but to save money, you mean? No. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a type of girl. Who oh, he was. It's a way of saying he wants yeah. a model. He yeah. wants a yeah. model. Yeah. He wants. So my daughter said, I, I don't have any numbers for you. 
This thing would be such a funny thing. Like we, 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 now it's it's, it's Megillus Esther, right? It's Purim. So we all grew up with. Everybody had their picture of Esther Malka, right? Can you imagine if we see? She wouldn't get a date nowadays. She probably was 40, 50 pounds over what they would. Can you imagine like we think Esther Malka? Ooh, wah. Yeah, face, Esther Hamalka. Esther Hamalka would walk in, you know, and she'd be a little bit like this, and a little bit with the big cheeks, and this. I can't, we'd be like devastated. We wouldn't be able to have Purim again. I thought Esther Hamalka was for sure like the girl on, 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 on the news, or the girl, you know, in the movie, and I can't believe Esther Hamalka walked in. She's like a size, a couple of big sizes than, than me. And, and that's Esther Hamalka. She was, was so sick. But Dafka, in the Purim community, it's, it, 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 it's and that's why I, that's why I, I take every opportunity to, to to critique even though I don't it's not to say bad things but this whole thing with all the restaurants and all the fressing and all of this stuff and don't worry, I'm not saying that I don't enjoy a geschmacker meal as much as the next guy but a culture of fressing a culture of eating overeating. And now it became with Hatcher. That's why it's so good if from people sometimes have to go when they go out of town. They go out of town and they go somewhere where there's no kosher food and they have to watch a little bit and pay attention. Here you can go, you don't have to worry. You get everything you eat and everything is Hatcher. At least you go someplace and you spend at least a few days with a Hatcher. With a Hatcher of what I'm eating. But, but if you live, you're growing up in New York, you don't have to have a Hatcher of what you're eating. Kids that, are, kids that are growing up in, 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 in towns outside of New York, small Jewish communities, that's make a cheshman. That's make a cheshman. I can't, just, I can't just pull up to every restaurant to go in here and go in there. And, uh, you have a cheshman of, of what you're eating and what, where you're going to get the things for Shabbos because there's only a certain amount you can get in, a, in, a, in that town that's kosher. So the cheshman of how much you're eating and what you're eating. And you have to think about what you're eating and how much you're eating and so on. It's the whole meaning of the Kedushas HaShemitah, which now is Shemitah and itself. There's a Cheshman a person makes, a Cheshman. Because everything comes back to the Eitz Adas. Everything comes back to the for sure not the girls' fault. So the girls, the girls, like usual over history, are the, are, are, are the victims of the taiva of the guys that they have to end up with. And that's that's been the story since the beginning. It's, they're the ones that are suffering from the men's taivas. Kaseida. Kaseida. And, and because of that, they become, they've become, a lot of the girls have become obsessed with how they look. And they have crazy pictures of themselves. And they look in the mirror, they think that they're fat or something. I was talking to once that the mother brought me a, a girl that was anorexic. And I was trying to understand, trying to talk to her. She's like this, this girl. She, had, she looked like a Muslim, you know, from the concentration camp. And, 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 and she's crying to me. She says that, my, that she can't, she has to get a little bit thinner and then she'll start to eat. She's a little bit, I said, look, you, you, you look like my, you look like my parents when they came out from concentration camp. You, you're so skinny. I said, this doesn't look pretty. You look, you look, this doesn't look pretty. You're a beautiful girl, but this makes you look ugly because you, ha- you don't look healthy. She thought I was crazy. She thought I was crazy. And this, this is a, this is a terrible machla. It's all because of the taiva. Not saying it's the girl's taiva. It starts with the guy's taiva. That's where it begins. Because the, these guys that say, "Get me a girl that doesn't eat," that taiva. 
that, ha- that uh, he has to have some girl because he's a Baltai because all he's been thinking about is in his filthy mind is the girls that he's been watching on, uh, on, on the movies day and night. So now he has to go and, and he has to get himself. Uh, 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 so the, the firm girls have to be nervous that if they if they if they look normal, that if they eat normal, that they're, that they're never going to get God forbid, they're never going to be able to have a shidduch. It's a, a culture of of, of taiva, a culture of taiva. That's what it is. That's why the whole thing to me. But they made like now this whole big Indian that they made of the concerts and all these things. It's just a, the tip of the iceberg. It's the tip of the iceberg. It's we, we the Frum community has, has now, now finds itself in the culture of Taiva. But everything with a Hersha. A culture of Taiva. The crazy, the, the music, and then going, and with the, the restaurants, some of the bakeries, some of the fresting, and with the hotels, Pesach, and, and with all of, it's all one big culture of Taiva. A culture of Taiva. And that's what it is. And I'm not from the anti-Gashmis. I always say that. It doesn't mean I'm not from those that don't believe that, that, that a, a person shouldn't have a, a Gishmak, a Shabbos, a Yontif. But, but it's not that anymore. It's, it's so completely out of control, beyond boundaries of what's normal. To, and, and, and what the Rebbe is saying here is to realize that the Sherish of all Midas Rose, anger, laziness, all the all the bad things that that so all the schools are advertising, midas tovos, you know, come to our school, your kid will have midas tovos. It's so simple. You think you give a shia midas tovos? She meets at midas tovos. When the kids the, the kid comes home to you know twelve different types of uh, twelve twelve different types of a uh, 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 twelve course meal. For supper and this tivus and restaurants and hotels and the whole thing, the midas are so covered with fat. The midas are so covered with fat that that there isn't a point of refinement in the person, and it comes from eating. That's what I was the shurish is eating, just like in Gan Eden Mikedem, the shurish is eating, and the and the terrorist is not starving because that's a bigger tiva. That's exactly the point. The terror, the terror says, like my father's uncle says, I always said, eat normal, eat normal, have something to eat, eat normal, but don't don't eat so much, don't eat so much, eat eat what you need to eat to finish, but don't go crazy. And we didn't have growing up, uh, so, we didn't have so many simchas like now, that that a person can a person goes he eats lunch. And then supper time, he goes to smorgasbord and, 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 and a whole big meal. And we never, when we were growing up, there were one or two chasnas a year or something. You know, it wasn't like now. A person constantly finds himself in, in, in these in these uh, catering places with meals and food and uh, with the whole thing, the whole thing of smorgasbord, the whole Indian of a smorgasbord should be eliminated from Klai Yisrael. So I was talking to somebody. They said that it's not right because the men are at work all day, and then they cu- they come straight from work to go to Williamsburg or to Borough Park or wherever they're going to to Marina. They're going for chas. And how can you not, how can you make them wait till after the chuppah? Poor little babies. <laughs> Poor little babies. How can we make them wait till after the chuppah? Oh, such a. They were eating during the day. 
They were ordering out from there. They had, they have. What do you think these 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 little Spanish guys driving around the Manhattan on bicycles day and night? Who are they bringing the food to? Other Spanish people? <laughs> they bring the food to, to the to the to the Yidden sitting in their offices with the with the desk has to go every day another two inches away from the from the bulk because they can't sit next to them because they're so fat. So the Spanish guys are driving around the whole New York City with the coach of the light lunches for the freshers in the offices. No. And the poor little babies have to come to Mina the Ray. They didn't eat, so we have to give them a smorgasbord first, not a chamanas. No, because he's not going to stay for the meal. He's not going to stay for the meal because he's tired. Poor little baby. He has to, he has to go home. So he's only going to stay for the chuppah. So how can you not give him a chamanas? The guy comes 7 o'clock, 6.37. He's working the whole day. Didn't have anything in his mouth. You're not going to give him at least 70 different hot things in the chamanas. It's chamanas. Because he's not going to be able to stay for the meal. Even though he, even though he said he's staying because he didn't want the guy to feel dead, right? So he wrote down he's staying. So then now they spent, now they spent uh, whatever it is, two hundred dollars for the for the couple. And they, and then when it comes time for the main meal, the oil is gone, and there's just one year that has to eat everybody's food, right? And so now because of this, they have to make a smorgasbord. So you have people standing. What do you have, what does Clyde so need a smorgasbord for? What is he? Why? For the men. For the men. For the men that were working all day. That's what it is. That's the terrorist. I asked a few people this. Why does there have to be a smorgasbord? I've been to weddings where people don't have money, uh, or they, they care, and you go, and they don't have that. They don't have that. I was at Hassan like with two weeks ago. They didn't have that. There was a little bit of fruit. A little bit of fruit. This is this. There was a little bit of fruit. So what happened? What happened? You could be sure that it wasn't one of those hard-working men that fainted <laughs> from starvation. Not one. Nobody passed out. Everybody made it. Everybody made it. Hashem home. They were all okay. And even though at the meal, so then maybe they stayed around a little bit longer. So that's also not so terrible. And they had a little piece of chicken and a nice piece of kugel. And we get the high. Finished. What do you have? No. So come with the with the smokes. With even the goyim make fun of us. The fresh because they because they drink. <coughs> <laughs> so they they, come, they make fun of us, They're depressing. But if you talk about, it, they think you're like you know you're crazy, and you can't even talk about this anymore. But I don't understand how come I don't understand uh, uh, the million things I don't understand. But how come the don't get up and say there shouldn't be there's no more smorgasbord and claw yourself finished. Who needs it? What for? Okay, so there's a problem. Right, so it's a problem. But these tithes, it became a, we became also a culture of tithe. And that's, that's, and, and that's how, that's Hashem Rachim, that's how Esav began. That's what the Rebbe is saying. How did that happen? Because I, cause I, I had something to eat. I had something to eat. Eating became a focal point of your life. And as a result of that, somehow, at some point, you became an Esav. You became an Asif. At some point, some way you became an Asif. You didn't wake up one morning Asif, you understand? You have to work at that to become an Asif. You don't wake up Asif. You work at it. A lot of work, a lot of, a lot of time and effort went into becoming an Asif. You don't just wake up Asif. So that's where the Ben Sarimaira goes back to Zerl the Saifa, eating. So what's the connection between working on Achila and Tavis Achila and having less of a temper? What's the connection? Yeah. All Midas. Simcha. 
simcha. What does that do that I should be a person who's besimcha? What does that have to do with eating? Did I taivas haniyuf? God forbid the union of men and women. That that type of 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 women, men. That type of what does that do? So, so what? So what does that do? They ate. So what I ate. All of that, all of those midas and all of those taivas. When you when you dig underneath, taivas achil is the shayrus. The Rebbe said, and he didn't make this up. This is in all the svarachdosh. It's in the Zohar Kodesh and Chazal, and a million places. When you weaken this meat of eating, which means what? Not that you starve, God forbid. But you don't eat for the purpose of satisfying, just satisfying your taiva. You eat to survive and to serve God. Then then all of the midas, when you work on weakening this midah, then all of the bad midas become softer. All of the bad midas begin to get gentler and softer. It affects everything. And certainly it affects the machshavas that you have during the day. That's what I say. It affects the machshavas you have during the day. And again, not talking about the person who's meshigah with dieting, who only thinks about food the whole day. Because that's a bigger baltaiva. Because that person is not working on the taivas achila. They're working on their weight, but not on taivas achila. Our avoid is taivas achila, not on our weight. Unless God forbid a person has a medical and you know, something like that. That's not the talk. It's on, it's on the taiva of achila, not on the weight, and not on how you look. On taivas achila. To have less of a taiva. They make pills like that too. It'll take away your appetite. They're, what do you mean they have ladies? They have not just ladies. They have people that they sew their stomachs up. They have surgery. And now they find, I read an article on it. Someone showed me an article because they had, someone that I know that had this thing, you know, a woman that had this stomach. And she had such service afterwards I, 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 with the hospital. Terrible, terrible service. And she showed me an article to read on this Indian. The, the, doctor, the doctor didn't even tell all the protein. And she had the, she always had a struggle over the years with her weight. And she had a surgery like this to something inside. And she's so sick from this Hashem Yachmut. She brought on herself such machlas from this Indian. And it's just taiva sachila, something that you can work on without surgery, you know? But the person's not in control. It's not in control. What is it, though? When I hear Rabbi Kosky say that the food is an emotional anesthetic, it's a free drug, you know, because people are unhappy and so forth. So I'm just wondering if it ever goes the other way, or it really is at the basic, ignore all the other stuff, really work on the food. I say ignore? People, well, not no, I'm just saying because people, people eat because they're sad. It has nothing to do with the food. It's a good feeling. It's an, he said it's an emotional anesthetic. Right. And I'm just trying to stim the two ideas together. Oh, perfectly. They stim perfectly. Go ahead. Why? Well, how don't they stim? Because that's almost the other way around. It's not that the food is causing all the unhappy and the trouble. It's saying when somebody is troubled, they're eating. It's a, no, but it's a cycle. You know how it is. The sadness mm-hmm. is first, really. Yeah. Not yeah. the sadness is first, sometimes. You can't find anymore how to sort out a person's life. Because it's so... It's such a cycle he's stuck in, and it's so intertwined one with the other. But if a person would mezakek, would refine and try to purify this taiva... It would certainly, certainly make a huge difference in, in, how, in how he feels. In his Simcha Sechayim, it would certainly make it. Uh, but a person already doesn't have Simcha Sechayim. There are thousands of reasons to be unhappy. 
And then food becomes a drug that, that plays into all of that. It's a cycle. It's terrible. It's so hard to sort out because we're so lost in this union. And everything has everything is kosher. Everything everything is kosher. That's that's what makes it that's what makes it harder. Everything is kosher. Let's look in the parish. Page Yud Gimel. Let's go back on, on the bottom. And Rabbi says, When he says, the word Lachar in Hebrew usually means, the language of Chazal usually means on the surface, it seems. But he just explains. That was that it seems that the reason for a person's disgusting machshavas that come up from nowhere, thoughts that come from nowhere, it seems that that goes back to the Chumriyas, to the physical nature of our existence. And when a person is indulging in that, so then it sends these messages from the heart to the brain. And we start to have machshavas, all kinds of thoughts. So he just explains. When he says l'chayre, it doesn't, he's just saying, it's not the only, l'chayre means it's not the only cause, the natural chomer of the body. There are the, because he wants to go on afterwards to talk about how achila, indulging in the eating, is, is such a basic problem. But when he says so, when he says here luchayra, it's the natural state of the body that brings to these machshavas. He just means to say luchayra only means here. It's not the only cause. We bring it upon ourselves also. It's true that physical existence itself, by its nature, generates th- certain machshavas in a person's mind. It's true, but. In addition to that, of course, the Rebbe then goes into the whole Indian of the of the taiva that we that we bring upon ourselves for eating. So just angel see by chidle hirum roim, kfishi evar lahalan see evav sheish ayit sug behirum roim shibasim he prikas almachushmar. And even this issue that we're talking about with the eating, it's not the and, the and physical desire. It's not the only thing that causes the machshavas that pop into a person's head during the day. There are other things, but this he wants to say is the shayrish. But there are other things. There are other causes for bad machshavas. Which we're, going to, which, which we're going to see in the next Eve, Prikas Omar Shalom Hashem Yerachim, which we'll talk about. Just that that the word Lachara can mean not only something that's on the surface, but it's not true. It can mean something that's that's part of the entire picture, but not the entire picture. Right, that's just as far as the word, the usage of the word Lachara doesn't only mean excluding something. It means that there are a number of reasons besides that. The way that a person works is that there's a certain, in the beginning, there's a certain, uh, there's a certain thought that a person has. That that there that there's something in in life that is nechmad v'noim. It's pleasant and it's good. The toy offer and this would be something which would be nice and and wonderful hasigai to 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 reach ulidabig boy to be attached to. Kigon lumad. It looks like it looks like to be, to become a of my is a nice thing. To become a tamachachim, and you see you learned a few things in Torah. It sounds this is beautiful. Wow. So you want that. You learn certain things in Torah, and you see this is beautiful. You want more of that. You understand that it's nice, and it's good, and it tastes good. So you want more. 
is a chachma. Olechel is a meichelar. That's the same thing with food. Do you taste a little bit? Do you think about it a little bit? And you like that? And you, then it's it's good. You want more? When you understand that something is good, and even especially if you taste it a little bit, then that leads to having a taiva for something, a desire. Leads to having a desire. Fortunate is the person who desires taru. Obviously, that's a very, very wonderful madriga to be on, where where the, where the desire is. It's for Torah, like I've said many times about the Kedusha Zayvi, the Badit after Yom Kippur, because the Badit I, I told you before, the Badit used to fast two days, Yom Kippur, without any break in between. He used to fast two days. He was Machmir, and the Darai says, Sveket even though we're not passing like that, he was Machmir to fast two days. So uh, when, he, when they would come up from Shul, when, the, when they would come up from Shul, the Badit the whole way home would be saying, Oh, am I hungry? I'm so hungry. I'm so hungry. After Yom Kippur, I'm so hungry. And everybody would come back, and of course the, the rabbis had for everybody a, a nice spread, and the bedicher would go and sit on the side, and he'd take out masach de sukkah, and he would open up masach de sukkah, and he said, ah, is this delicious? This is so good. I was so hungry in kippah, because he was, couldn't learn any kippah. Oh, is this delicious? And he'd begin to learn masach de sukkah. And that's what he did through the night of Matzim Kippur. He, he learned the entire masach de sukkah. He didn't eat until the following night. But he would say, oh, is this delicious? Is this kishmak? And on the way home, the whole way, I'm so hungry. Oh, am I hungry? <laughs> I am so hungry. Like the joke that they say about the husband and wife are sitting in the movie theater, and the whole time she's saying, Oh, I'm hungry, I'm hungry. And it's the best part of the movie. And he says, So go get something. To the, from the, so go get something. And she wants him to get. So, okay, I'll get you. What do you want? Popcorn? Goes, he goes and he, in the middle of the movie, he goes and brings her back the popcorn, right? And she's seeing the popcorn. She eats the popcorn. And then she says, Oh, was I hungry? I was so hungry. She even refers back, you know, to what her matzah used to be that she was hungry. That's a person's mishigah with food, right? But that's what taiva is. The taiva is before you have it, you can't stop thinking about it, even after you have it. Even after, ooh, is that good? Oh, what I had. That was delicious. That was so good. It's a taiva. And now they even have that, that I learned Baruch Hashem over, over the Simchas, which all of us only make Simchas, that, that is also very important, not only that the food tastes good, but it has to be a good presentation. There's a word, you ever hear that? Yeah. Presentation. It means it really doesn't make so much of a difference if anybody eats it, and if it gets thrown into the garbage, and if it ends up in some gutter, <coughs> or some stray cat sniffs at it, it doesn't really make a difference. The ikka is, it should look like it's appetizing. There should, there should be a gemach for smorgasbords. <laughs> to have plastic halabchas. You know what I mean? A stuffed cabbage. Don't be so bad. Plastic stuffed cabbage. Think about it. It's a new panasa. Maybe we can make together a panasa like this. Plastic halabchas. Plastic stuffed cabbage. You can make like plastic, the cabbage and plastic looks like it to me. Plastic, and you can have a gemach. And then you just set it up, and you can make some hot on it. You can make it look like a little steam coming. And you can have plastic smokers, but everybody stands back, and they make plastic cakes. Like they have for the children's, you know, we have it. The, the kids had a house like that with a toys, a toy cake, and we used to serve it to us, the plastic. Yeah. Uh, by the little times now, these cookies and cakes, you know, they charge like $30 a cookie. No one eats them. No. You don't even know if they're real. They, right. they look like our pieces of art, you know. Right. They cost a fortune of money. You don't want to They just sit there. They I'm saying you can, make it, you, can make a sh- you can make a smorgasbord, a smorgasbord gemach. 
a shmulik they have gemach for everything now. You can get a you can get a false teeth gemach. So why can't you have a shmulik, why can't you have a shmulik's board gemach? It's a gevaldig. Think about it. We could all together. We thought of this together. So we don't anybody try to get ahead. We can make a plastic shmulik's board gemach where every where every chasna you could just send over in a truck and you pay a minimal just just for the transportation and then they put out not. Ten like this snores. Fifty hot things with steam coming up, but it's all plastic. And then we tell it we put a rope. Then you put a rope, and, and you tell everybody to just look at this presentation. And everybody stands in oohs and ahs, and you give them forks and plates, but they're not allowed to go past the rope. And you tell them that's what you could have had. You could have eaten that. And then, and then, and then maybe they'll stay for the meal that the that the people paid for, and they'll have us and they'll have supper. Supper you give them tea. It's not nice not to give them supper. But smorgasbord, plastic. One, you could have three or four of these gemachs, and they send it out to all the different joints. Every night, it'd be in a tesavim, a All the places have plastic. You want it a little bit extra, you could make an extra plastic thing. It's not a good idea, but it's a nice presentation. It'll be a very nice presentation. Why not? Then you don't have to have. Then you have to pay for, to have all those people standing around. Then you have plastic people also standing by each station with a, with a smile like this, with a carving knife, standing there with a hat, with a with the intensity lamp, standing over there like this, always always cutting. Always has his his knife in there, and there's plastic people, plastic knives, plastic uh, roast beef, everything plastic. <coughs> you can send around goyim on the gemach too. They have goyim gemach. It means the goyim gemach means that the guys that cut and the guys that serve all the, have a goyim gemach. You put, the, you put statues of goyim into a truck and you send around, we have a goyim gemach. Why not? You're going to see it's going to be such a thing. Somebody's going to think of it and, and we're going to feel bad that we lost that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Grandparents in, in Japan. They what? They rent grandparents in Japan. What does that mean? For people that don't have grandparents for their kids, people will rent themselves out. To, to spend the day, you mean to talk yeah, to or something? Yeah, rent the grandparents. <laughs> <laughs> you have invited many people. What? You have, you, have, you, have, you have a group of people, you don't have to invite 700 people, you invite 150 people, and you invite 1,000 people that get paid just to show That's up, right. believe, not to feed them. That's a good idea. Pay, pay. Okay, have those also play. You could put a couple of plastic people to mingle in the crowd. Just invite your closest family and friends and the rest of the people's the presentation is the presentation. So the rest of the people you plant, then you can have not only Doim Gemach, you can have Lahab Yidin Gemach. And if you want to have it look very firm, they can have, you can pay a little extra, they have a strimal, they come with strimals. So it looks like your cousins wear strimals. So then you can have a, you can have a, you can have, what do you like, your modern orthodox? Modern orthodox Gemach. So they send around people to look modern orthodox. So the men have a ring, and the, and the ladies don't have a shape. We can make a modern orthodox gemach. We can have a yeshiva gemach. You have guys standing around to, like they're talking and learning in the middle of the smorgasbord. So big, this is big business. As we talk, it is becoming very big. Possibilities are endless. Endless. All right, well, we'll think about it during the day, and we'll get back and discuss the practical things next week. In this well, the website set up by the end of the day. The website. <laughs> All right, we'll come back. I'm sorry, I was uh, the Batlan. It's almost perm. I got it started a little early. See, it's a good, good